and I must keep running, running, and 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 running, running, Everybody and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode one four five one forty five. I'm here with Brandon, yes. which I wasn't going to be at one point. So <laughs> uh, when we get into the books, I'll say that I'm welcoming Brandon, but that's not the case. Here. You're already yeah. here. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. We have a website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, where we review all of the books or almost all of them, and the reviews usually hit at nine a.m. on New Comic Book Day Wednesday. Wednesdays. We also have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science where you can support us for this podcast, all the other things that we do and get plenty of new and uh, unique shows if you join up, including our Patreon only spotlight where the bad butts of the Fresh Start group beep boop pick Two books, usually two books. We had Wolverine number one as the one book the uh, couple weeks ago. But this past week, we got back to two books, and it was Falcon and Winter Soldier number one with me and Brandon. And then me talking about Star Wars number three. All by your lonesome. By myself. Because Brandon <laughs> will not talk about Star uh, Wars at I, all. I do a good enough job sounding like an idiot when I know what I'm talking yes. about or appear so to. So, same you know, here. So, yeah. If Star you Wars want mucking to, the water. So. Really. If you want to support us, you can go over there and check it out. If you sign up right now, it's the beginning of the month. So, if you sign up now, you won't get charged right away. And if you end up quitting before the beginning of the next month which is april uh you will never be charged you won't be charged a cent so you can check it out and see how it fits you and all of that stuff but we're gonna go to four books tonight uh of more than we usually do in the last bunch so we're gonna go right to that and here it goes all right, and I'm here with a Brandon, yeah, yeah. and we have four books ahead of us. Some of these will go through a little quicker than others, even though the ones that will go through quick, or one in particular, took me the longest to read tonight, <laughs> and that's what we're going to start with. Yeah, no. It is Avengers number 31. And me and Brandon both ended up getting into arguments with uh, Tom Brevoort, the editor on yeah. this, and also with Jason Aaron himself because we, we ended up saying that at the beginning of the year, right before, I think it was right before the new year, you ended up having Jason Aaron. Somebody said, like, what's your wish for 2020? And he, he said his wish was a lot of different stories that I have cooking up for the Avengers. And Brandon, like <laughs> he is, he got on like yeah. a troll yeah. on, on the Twitter yeah. and said, really, like, you're going to do that before you actually are going to tie up all those other stories and that ended up uh, being an argument and basically Jason Aaron threw shade at me and Brandon because I got involved as well and said, oh, well, you know, you think that these things aren't going to tie up. Well, right away, you're going to be proven wrong because these things are going to be we have Tony Stark coming down the line. We have the Squadron Supreme, all that. But but we're going to get done this issue this doesn't end the Tony no. Stark story. It actually finally gets started. Yeah. But yet the the twist in this whole thing and what might be cool to some is that he was stuck in BC. He was stuck in BC times with the BC Avengers. And that gets pushed aside. Yeah. It, it just gets shoved well, aside. He meets them and then they want nothing to do with them and push them. No, and, and then they push them and they seem to be aware of them. And yeah. then you start getting this idea. Well, not getting the idea. You're being told flat out every reality needs a tony stark every reality has an iron man and they're all gonna feel each other and i said that sounds sexy yeah. enough but they're not gonna feel each other like that but iron man you, verse. You end up, yeah and so you end up with this crazy deal where you know where are we by the end of this where are we where are we going to because you end up with just a couple revelations then to be pushed aside because the next issue has the squadron supreme the red guard dracula and again this is what we were talking about this isn't the answer 
to what we were yelling about. This is what we're yeah, yelling about. You are exactly right along point. with us. Yeah. yeah. Our point was that you have too many stories going on. Now, just imagine if they didn't end up having those others as their own books. <laughs> I, I mean, really. And so well, the only thing the that thing I can think is, of. I don't know who, who they think they're impressing with all these story threads because they get sent off to their own books and they end up doing terribly. Yeah, and, they and end up that Agents of Wakanda one of the, if not the worst selling, it's not the worst selling book. You have like a runaway There's book Arrow and things like that. That, that, yeah, and and yeah, yeah, you have Arrow and Swordmaster and stuff like that. But Agents of Wakanda, this was something me and you were begging to have more of. And yeah. then they have a book which I think it's getting better. I don't think it's Squirrel well. Man been t- in it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He was he was on Being the most traitor itself. Yeah, no, no. And <laughs> no, you that end was up one though, of the way points. the way that that whole series went, you have two issue arcs, and you never have the whole team together. I I don't know what you're doing. It's like you go and end up you go and see the Buffalo Bills, and they only have three guys yeah. who show it's a pre-season up. Preseason you know? game. Yeah, they play for yeah, like really. one drive, and you're yeah, like, all right, you time to go, that. folks. I mean, the what really what it really would be like is a basketball team because you only have you know. You have the five starters, and then three of them, four of them sit. This is a problem the NBA has with yeah. those rest yeah. and stuff. You don't need that crap. Nope. So when you go into this, uh, this book, this issue, while I think that some may think it's very fancy, yeah. because it kind of uh, is, it reminds me people, of certainly. it does remind me Jason Aaron trying to be a little bit Al Ewing, a little bit of the Immortal Hulk kind of fanciness. Capture here. some of his Thor magic. Yeah, and and just it, it ends up where I'm reading this, and I have to keep looking at the title because I think I'm reading a Tony Stark book. I, I <laughs> thought of this was Avengers, and I uh, so I'm reading it, and, and just because you throw in the BC Avengers for three panels for nothing get out of town the the bc avengers might be up there with one of the most uh underutilized cool concepts that now i no longer care about at all they went from the bc avengers to the bullcrap avengers (laughs) what the bc stands for now but we here have avengers number 31 we did a lot of talking before that it's written by jason aaron and here we go if you want to sit down everyone here goes the art team because there's a lot of artists (laughs) on this and i guess they were all trying to outdo each other (laughs) In the crummy department, yeah. Geraldo Zafino, Geraldo Borges, Simon Kodransky, Bazaldua, Robert Gill, and Matea de Luis. You also have Rachel Rosenberg and Matea de Luis on colors, and you have the letters for I, I Joe think uh, Gerardo Zalfino is the, the biggest defender here because that cover isn't selling a single issue of this book. <laughs> yeah, really. And he <laughs> has the that? thing. To, didn't he sing Rico Suave? You end <laughs> up with Tony Stark was called away from Avengers Mountain to investigate a strange archaeological find. A million-year-old version of his own helmet buried in a haunting cave. A haunting cave. The Avengers haven't heard from him since. Maybe they thought he was taken by a ghost. But you end up where throughout all this time that he's been gone – you were getting a little snippets of it. You have, you know, a little ending one page here or there. And you ended up having Black Panther looking into it. He was using all his resources to go, well, by the end of this, he has nothing to do with Tony coming back. Tony does end up using his brains to come back, which you hope that that would be it. At one point, though, Tony has to announce jason aaron announcing that tony's biggest weapon is his mind well we all know that yep. and so it starts though and gives thing. you a little bit of a inkling of how he grew up and pretty much if you've read the runaways very similar to the runaways uh setup when it first started with howard stark and the the you know stark being billionaires and all that they basically have this satanic, yeah. you know, devil-worshipping billionaire club that everybody comes by. You have a young Tony who ends up in, in a funny deal as in a Captain America like Underoos, but he ends <laughs> up, uh, you know, making these X-ray contact lenses to show that he's smart. And his narration is going on about how, oh, you know, he was stop. lonesome. He ended up being a lonely kid and that caused problems. And, and really also, if you want an issue that's going to allude a million times to his drinking problem you got it here as well and it's just narration narration and most people uh, that would listen to the dc comics podcast know that any book that is just narration for the progression and not much dialogue it drives me nuts because what you usually get is a very static story you get boring that's just kind of just there one voice kind of stuck in your head you're not you're not invested in it 
No, and and to me, you end up having wow moments through action and dialogue and interaction, not through narration where you're just told. And this really plays out to me as if Jason Aaron, even though he told us that, oh, man, I got all these things and and you're going to be wrong because it seems like he needed to get this story done or at least moving along as quick as possible. He started writing this one when he was reading the comments to the article on Newsarama. Because I'm telling you, it's an overlong issue. And I just don't mean because it took us a long time to go through. There's extra pages here. And it is just narration to push you forward through it. And then you you have them in the BC. So it seems, oh, you got to have the BC Avengers show up. They show up to just knock them aside. The Phoenix knocks them aside. And then they say, oh, well, you know, we can't help him. But I hope he survives because every reality needs a Tony Stark. If if there was one scene I liked in this entire issue, it was actually the exchange very briefly uh, as it was between Phoenix and Iron Man. That was my only part I really liked of this issue. I was like, okay, I can get into that a little bit. Then he goes off and I'm bored again. (laughs) And everybody who's been reading this, we have seen a couple times now that Tony has said, oh, I'm almost out of power. And so you go with this, that you're going to go back a little to see what happened when he first came. This is what I'm saying. It feels like something changed and they just wanted to get this moving along. But he does end up in this cave and he ends up having these cave women come with him with wine, you know, trying. And he says that, oh, you know, they're they're there, you know, to seduce me. They're there to kind of get me yeah. and tempt me. And, and immediately, he's... once once you hear him say, like, oh, the devil's here and the devil's after him. I'm like, oh, it's Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah. And now he's there. And yes, he ends up the whole He's like just the coronavirus of, of the Marvel Universe infects yeah, every yeah, book. Yeah, really, <laughs> always. And got me fired. <laughs> ends up with uh, all this going on where it seems as if when How- Harold Howard Stark got Tony, he ended up getting him with this caveat that he ended up selling his soul to the devil. And you even have Tony see the devil at this party that his dad's throwing. And so that's basically the whole deal of this, though. It seems as if Mephisto and all this, when he got sent back in time, this is supposed to be where he, he collects does, his soul. I yeah, mean, I don't know. And, and it doesn't work. No. And because he ends up not giving him his soul. He wouldn't and fighting. have known about the deal back then. That's yeah, the thing. Just, or he's well, trying to get his soul early so he can make a different deal with how well, he Stark says later. he wants to change all of reality. Uh, so if he does get Tony's soul here, he ends up erasing Tony from existence. They do something else. There's no Avengers, all these things end up probably in the long run you know helping the fisto but did you get the idea of what howard also like sold the soul for like his son's soul so to be successful is that it because i I, I think it's part of that and also maybe to be immortal because he's still alive now i mean that might be to become come back from the dead or whatever but he ends up with mephisto has tony soul he says and through all of this though it is just a slog in my mind you you know it's mephisto and then it's pretty much spelled out and then it's just tony you know talking and fighting back figuring out how he's going to fight it how he's going to fight it because mephisto ends up having the time stone uh and you end up having the idea that he makes this new suit this iron ice age ice man, man. It, it's, it's so <laughs> it's i am ice age man but because the other suit can't i, I be feel powered sorry for enough. his giblets i mean th- this yeah. dude's gonna have frostbite eight ways from yeah, sunday all over and yeah. still he ends up having any you know and it, it's kind of a cool idea i it guess that it right. shoots icicles i don't know how any of that like works that. and so what happens at, yeah, at, at this point he ends up having mephisto show up but he's in the guise of his dad Howard and he's like hey uh, you know Tony it's me your, your son you know your dad hey son and he's like you're not my dad he puts a spike through his head but it's Mephisto and he says you're actually I wasn't lying I am your father I own you I have your soul so then Tony just realizes what I have to do is give everything I got 
hit the time stone. It's going to take me back to my time. <laughs> he gets there and then goes to visit Mephisto in Las Vegas, yep. where he's imprisoned and says, you know, uh, you USOB. don't have anything. I'm going to end up taking you down. And it's funny. Mephisto actually says, been in any good caves lately, Tony? And chuckles. And, you know, you have Dr. Strange told me where you were. I came here to tell you, you know, you better stop. You know, this deal's nonsense. All this stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't really care. I, I really I don't. don't. I thought this was an Avengers I'm also book. sick of comic books, like having the, the dead parents of heroes come back from wherever they are and, and be, the, be the worst people ever. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah like, actually, just this is like a, yeah, it's like Jarrell coming back. And yeah, that's Jarell where you or, see. you know, Flashpoint, Batman, just any of yeah, it. None yeah, of it ever works out well. And so then Tony flies off, says, you're not going to get me, says, kiss my iron butt. <laughs> but says it in a more bad butt way and flies off. And then there's Mephisto like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. And, and you know, I, I said I didn't lose. He ends up being told like off panel, like, oh, I guess you didn't win there. And he's like, no, 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 this wasn't the end game. The end game wasn't just to get his soul now. That's fine. What I want to do is put the seed of doubt and fear in yeah. him, and that's going to ripple throughout Mephisto, all of existence. Mephisto thinks you can start 0-15 and still make the playoffs, I Yeah, think. well, he also <laughs> thinks that you can go with other leagues and go, because he says it's going to all go outwards through the separate worlds, and the other Tony Starks will feel it, though they won't know, and then we'll have every Tony, and that's where we'll end up making them afraid and we'll get him and then that's where you see that he is talking to Howard he's there Howard's there and like oh yeah I I thought it was uh, Bruce's dad at first it does say Howard right there in the text but just when I thumb the page over and I'm looking I'm like well, that looks a lot like Bruce Banner's dad, too. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Another so, dad that's come again, back, kind of. another you know? thing that's kind of like yeah. the Immortal Hulk deal. So, yeah, I, I really didn't like it. This I really didn't like bad, the splash all. page. It kind of ends No, no, a that's better. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the ending part, when he gets back, pretty good. But the others, yeah, not really that yeah. good. There's Garbage. some art that's really rough. When you end up having the BC stuff, that is just just over the top just scratchy yeah, pencil heavy dark uh it's it's just not great and and you know i guess some of the wow moments are when tony's there trying to make his plans uh he Ice keeps Age killing Man snakes wow moment, he yeah. keeps killing snakes to know. try to get you know mephisto pissed i really off didn't and, wake up reading this book and, and i got the enjoyment out of that one panel from phoenix and iron man's yeah. exchange and then i didn't wake up reading this book really until iron man it was in an ice suit obviously and then yeah. you know back i dealing with current Tell things you, we've seen him you know chipping away and making things before and these other things you could have just went right to the chase and just showed us oh it's mephisto that sent him back and you're doing this it just i'm yeah. telling you this was a nothing it, story it, in my mind and who me, knows where it's gonna finish yeah it reminded me a lot of what was the one uh with the woolly mammoth who was that bc character that that one shot we that's read the and ghost it was rider. just terrible yeah yeah that's oh, the ghost rider. that reminded yeah. me of this issue a little bit just and a bunch see, of nonsense you see them for saying yeah it, it really is. And it was and the same thing in up. that one too, wasn't it? With the devil just tempting him all the way yeah. across. Yeah, and- no, but, like, what is the end game of this? To yeah, have the know. Tony of the multiverse bat? I don't need it. I don't need it. It'll, it'll be some event down the line that I will yeah. not be involved with. What would you give this? Uh, I would give it probably a four. Uh, I'm I, giving I, it a four yeah, as well. I just, I, I'm losing interest fast in this Avengers book. There's stories that. You know, I still kind of have a small investment in, like the Dracula stuff. I, I like it, but I don't get yeah. enough of it ever, and I don't know when it's coming. And, you know, it's just a story thread left lingering out there I have interest in, and who knows when it'll ever be addressed yep, again. I'm and a four as well. That's my yeah, frustration I, with this book. And then the art, you know, not even good art to look at throughout like the entire like 17 issue, artists so. on it. And when we end up, uh, maybe we will ditch this book and pick up one of the ones that we had left behind before like an immortal hulk or something like that because maybe we get more uh fun out of that because i'm not enjoying the avengers that much right now but another avengers book i do like yeah i do like this and it's the next one avengers the wasteland number two and that is written by ed brisson and art by jonas Sjarf and colors by nirja or niraj minan and letters by dc's Corey pettit after years of turmoil and tragedy danny cage the new bearer of thor's hammer molnir in bruce benner jr son of the hulk have carved out a small community amid the desolation of the wastelands previously lorded over by the demented bruce banner 
their fragile peace was interrupted by the arrival of Dwight, current owner of the Ant-Man Tech. Dwight sought Danny and Bruce Jr.'s aid in defeating Dr. Doom, who has recently massacred Dwight's friends and neighbors in his quest to assert complete control over the wastelands. Doom's forces followed Dwight to Danny's retreat, but they were able to survive the attack with the aid from a figure not seen in many decades. Captain America and we wondered what this was all about and this issue is pretty much just the issue to set up who this cap is Uh, it's another version of pretty much a whacked out version of the super soldier program uh, that ends up being thrown in by doom one in a million Uh, yeah so it ends up not that bad. I actually like this issue I enough. It's not. I don't like it as much as the first one. I didn't know, but I either. did like it, and I really did like the art. I and still, I really like the I art. I want to know Danny. a little more about Doom because, uh, like I said, my, uh, everybody else is a different version of the original character. I'm not sure Doctor Doom is still the original. Doctor I don't know. Doom. I think he is, especially because he's going back to kill all these old guys, and they yeah. recognize him as being alive. So it's not like one of them are like, "Wait a minute, you weren't even there." When when you end up starting this. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the one thing. Much... Like, I just don't know how much of a threat these old villains are to you know yeah, doom. I, I like, guess, they're so I don't know. Him, I, I don't guess, know if he yeah. would mess with them. I guess that he just. If he if it is him and it really is, he just wants to get them out of the way, yeah, so that he like, can end poor up, Count you know, not having just no, drowning his yeah, sorrows. Count Nefarious <laughs> is just a big fat old guy who's drinking. He's like you, uh, he's there, and it's funny because he's telling say he's not even that, that much of a kick butt guy for even a bartender no. to listen to. I mean, no. they, first off, it looks like he has no money. They to have to me, keep giving him. Whenever he showed up in the old X Men, maybe it was more threatening. But when I was reading and he popped up in the 90s he was always kind of a joke to me so you know it's whatever how dare you there's some count nefarious you know fans out there but he's drowning his sorrows and it's funny because he's he's telling the stories of old and this bartender's like i will give you a free drink if you just, just shut your shut mouth it. and I, I just think that's all he does all night yeah he's like oh, oh yeah. drinks that drink and he's like that drink's gone you he's know gonna what? start back up again let me tell you about them x-men that i used to fight and they keep getting drinks what person uh, do you know that gets drunk that stops talking you know what i'm yeah, saying <laughs> really really yeah i start talking a lot uh, you can imagine that but yeah you, you end up having doom come in then and the only thing that i i thought was odd i mean doom comes in and says everyone out or whatever i'm telling you these people would crap their pants yeah. if doom came in they do get out but yeah. they seem to like shuffle doom out walks like, oh, into right. my bar he don't have to uh, tell me to get out i'm leaving that anyway like a, a, the joke uh, doom walks into a bar <laughs> yeah. and then kills everyone there's yeah, the, the joke the uh, but yeah so he ends up doom goes over to nefarious and just basically nefarious knows he's there to kill him so again this must be the idea that they all know that and he's coming, this yeah. has something that he must do or he has been doing because he doesn't think doom's there for help he doesn't think they want to team up or yeah. anything he knows that when doom came in he starts crying or maybe these uprisings are just signs they're failing and you know yeah, he's, it's just he's tired he of that. knows the deal and yeah, Doom seems to kill him. I mean, he's about to just punch the crap out of him and then we cut away. So maybe he's going to punch and then he hugs them. Yeah, and then they're Stops fine, at the but, last second. Yeah, so that's the big <laughs> Doom deal. And then we're with Danny and this new Cap and they're talking, they're driving with uh, – Bruce, Bruce and Dwight as well. And they're they're driving. And the thing is that Dwight and and this new cap, they don't get along. And they blame yeah. each other for maybe the possibility here. of Doom's guys coming there. And, you know, you end up having Dwight say, yeah, just when this stupid cap here, he showed up, you know, and all of a sudden Doom came because they end up telling the story. He asked, how, how are you cap? You're not really cap. What's going on? And they go through the story that it was. And it's pretty cool yeah. backstory, it I is. think. It's, it's well told, I think, too. It's that Doom wanted to, after all this stuff went down, Doom pretty much wanted to recreate and clone the Fantastic Four pretty much as a symbol that he was better. And I think yeah. it drives them nuts that they're not around. So he ends up trying to clone him. It does not work. No, they're it's, monsters. It's horrendous. Oh, this page would I'm give Eric you, nightmares for Reed, weird years. Reed is the worst. <laughs> yes. Reed's the worst. So I mean, he worst. is just 
awful. And the cloning didn't work. So what Thing he ended up doing. just looks like a Yoko version, Zuna, uh, yeah, version yeah. of himself. He's having problems, but it's still, I read, it's terrible. But you end up where he ends up getting a hold of the last remaining super soldier serums. And he ends up recruiting some guys. And this guy, who is now our cap, ends up, he had nothing better to do. No. And this was in Latveria. Obviously, with Doctor Doom, and it's New like, Latveria. no, Latveria needs you. Yeah. We're gonna have the Super Soldier, and he wanted to create pretty much their Captain America's. We'll see. It's Lieutenants of Latveria, which he gets mad because he says it's even a lower yeah. rank a low than cap. Captain. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up, and they, they had so many of these ninety some, I believe, and yeah. only two took, and then the one other guy that was Failed with our in the guy. Field. Yeah, it failed in the field <laughs> as he was getting attacked by our yeah. guy because eventually he said, I learned, I realized that we were I didn't want to do this. Yeah. yeah, they were killing kids and, and mothers and things like that. So he ended up defecting. He ended up going AWOL. And then actually in a, you know, in a tribute or honor to the real Captain America, he ended up pretty much taking over his persona and went around. And it's funny because he he found a loose uh, abandoned sled on the side of the road, painted that cap colors and and, and a motorcycle. It's not vibranium at all. Don't block anything with it. Well, he ended up getting a. I don't know what the shield was that he was given. It might be vibranium. I mean, it was from uh, doom. Uh, So he paints that one of those uh, sledding saucers. You're saying no, no, those things stunk. (laughs) I I couldn't stand. You were as likely to kill yourself on one of those oh, things those things, were, yeah, really. those things were the way you could not steer you immediately you, you you're back much you went back missile. first yeah, yeah. <laughs> immediately yeah we had a we had a big hill uh behind where i did go to elementary school and they used to have it as a sledding hill all the time they had to shut that thing down so many kids Kids were getting getting hurt people would go down on these things and just fly all over the macadam and stuff uh but yeah he ends up we used to uh, real quick we used to our buddies would come down on those things and you'd have no idea where you'd end up and we'd try to jump over oh yeah we would do stuff like that (laughs) stupid stuff (laughs) you were like johnny knoxville or buffalo (laughs) johnny buffaloville Uh, you you end up where this cap though it's funny because he he ends up going across the wasteland saying searching to stop the doom armies so, hey, well, why ain't you going for doom there yeah, buddy yeah, you know, know. He, he, go, that's a little above his pay grade snake there nah, he, he ain't <laughs> doing that he's just gonna go for the armies and we say he is uh pretty cool and i like the way that ed brisson writes this because they do end up in a fight in a minute and this Cap, he's not the real Cap. So you find out real quick that he doesn't really have a code. Yeah. He likes to murder people no, he and will. he does no it problem. viciously yep. uh, because that's how he was trained. And really, you're in the wasteland. Yeah. That, that's what you do. Yeah, you don't think uh, twice. They'll come back if you don't what, do it. That's not what Danny, uh, Bruce, and Dwight are all about, though. And this is where they are arguing. And it, it's one of those things where you have this you know, Cap and they're arguing, Dwight. And this capper arguing at the same time, you end up having Danny telling him to stop. And the cap's like, uh, Danny, no. and sh- just yell it. Yeah. Yell that there's somebody I in know. the road crying Hit out loud. <laughs> yeah, and it's port. Uh, and it just ends up just smashing. And th- the funny thing about this is you end up smashing the car. They all jump out, and this is going to be a big fight now. And you end up having the, you know, Thor version of Danny. She ends up transforming into Thor. And she's like, yeah, if my car has any scratches on them, scratches. I, I mean, you see that thing in the air. The it's destroyed already. I know. Yeah, that thing yeah. is totaled in a it's half. Destroyed. Scratches. <laughs> and she's like, if they're scratches. Over later and just keep driving to them. Like, yeah, that's I, I'm not telling how you. this she's works, like, I don't now, think. The thing is, it does start and they show a little bit of damage. I think they probably, they, uh, Cap must kick out the, the thing, but it is all, the uh, front windshield's all destroyed. But the thing is, I'm telling you, it's like, if there's any scratches on my car, you shall pay for it this, with the blunt and ammonia. I'm like, start getting the blunt end yeah, off because that car's destroyed. This thing's going to look like uh, the Tommy Boy car by the time they get to yeah, their final destination. Yeah, really. I know. They're going to have a deer in the back. <laughs> they yeah, the end baby up where, gate in the driver's yeah. side door. And it's funny, too, because you end up having these guys with Port and all these rest of them there. Uh, pretty much, I think they think these are like the cosplayers that, that they, yeah, they, they think even they're say, fake heroes. Hey, you stupid guys with your stupid costumes, you goons dressed up. Like and then we saw in that uh, first uh, issue, yeah. there, there were yep. all those townspeople kind of playing Yeah, that dress they all up. dress up. The thing is, they realize right away 
that there's the especially because Ant Man, boom, giant. <laughs> they run right into him, and then you have Molnir, then you have Hulk just grabbing two girls and smashing their heads together. I, I do and really then, like the Ant Man scene though too, because he, he's to me not super kicks, trained, yeah. and he just gets big and punts. The he gets people. big. He <laughs> kicks the guy. He just kicks him. <laughs> And he goes flying. It's pretty good art. Yeah, I, I like the art in this. Uh, and then they just kind of stop. And then the other thing, though, is I, I was surprised. I know that they're like, oh, you dressed up goons, whatnot. But I was surprised that they didn't react more to a Hulk being there yeah. because of what that kind of means in the wasteland. But they seem not to. Uh, but, yeah, then they look over and uh, Cap's, yeah. Cap's being a little He's trying too to violent. take this dude's head off. Yeah, he's going to take his head off. Yes, he, he is just beating the crap out of him with the shield, just blood everywhere. They have to stop him. Danny goes over and stops him and says, you know, we don't kill unless it's necessary. And it's kind of a weird deal. These people were just protecting their territory. That's true, but they're not yeah. mindless they animals. This has, come out. Up. Yeah. this has come up For in no a couple reason. issues recently. I just did the star uh, star number two review on episode 144 and it came up there but those were like demon spiders that were indeed protecting their home that that they're not thinking that much yeah. they are in a protection deal right yeah this is more really bad people just trying to hurt people so i know you don't want to kill people that's fine but yeah. Don't just say that and they were just trying to protect let's their think territory. Let's back to Old Man Logan issue tw- uh, 10 where he wouldn't kill people and they ended up selling them out to yeah, Sabretooth. Yeah, that's and- what happened. <laughs> that, and I, I'm telling you, at the end, I think that's what's going to happen here. Yeah. I think there's going to be some problems here uh, because they didn't kill everyone. Nope. It looks like Port's dead. Yeah. Though, but they end the up going in the car. I think just has you know, some broken lungs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. well, really, in the waistline, that might as well be death anyway. But yeah, they they tip over the car again and it starts up and they're going to go well hulk ends up bruce jr ends up hearing a distress signal on his radio so they figure that's where we're going to go and that's where it seems to be what we're going to do while this is going on now the big thing that dwight was yelling about earlier is that they are going where cap is telling them to go and he thinks that they're you know, he's setting them up. Yeah, but now they have the radio, he so he's—they're not necessarily listening to. You know, I don't know that—that that seems well, like they, a I valid think argument. Just going in the there because it's close, so they're yeah. going to go. But we'll we'll see what ends up happening. But this cap seems to be on the up yeah, and up. He, he just seems very violent. violent. Yeah, yeah very. Violent. <laughs> but you end up they follow the signal, and this is what's cool with this is this is you know, the Avengers of the Wastelands, and you expect to have maybe a couple more Avengers and we'll see how it goes, yeah. but they end up going to this town. I like the ragtag group. I don't know. I've just latched Yeah, and then when they go, they find Viv. Yeah, And then she even <laughs> says, she's like, the I'm the Avenger and I need some help. And they go and it's Viv. She is down and out at the moment. Yeah. She was trying to use, you know, every source uh, of energy in the town to kind of keep her going and you end up having Dwight who is a technical guy he's a tech whiz and that's how he got the Ant-Man stuff he ends up saying I think I can you know help fix her. this yeah. I can help her bring her back so that'd be cool to have Viv I think so too. on the team except <laughs> while this is going on you end up having Baron Blood show up and you got a bunch of the zombie vampires yeah. that are going to attack him I, and I thought, he, I'm like is this Wolverine that head <laughs> It it's does look like Wolverine it. Now, now, now. And he ends up uh, saying to them, hey, uh, you know, we're we're feeding off these dead and, you know, these virus ridden things. There's some fresh blood up there. Let's go. So they're going to attack. And that seems to be the setup for next issue. I'm sure while they get attacked and Dwight tries to bring back Viv. And if my, you know, guesses would be correct, Viv will get powered up by the end and be able to save them and then hopefully join in on the team because that'd be pretty cool yeah. uh, if you're going to play you know this game of the wasteland have you know an Elseworlds alt future type deal here you know have as much Get fun as you can yeah why not uh, yeah vision that'd be awesome so I really did like this I, I have I've been enjoying this whole series even back with you know this is kind of our thing yeah. this this is why it's on yeah, we find this book these random books. is not on this podcast because it's the biggest book ever or it sells great or whatever it's just because we're Having in for fun the whole with ride it. and yeah. hopefully some people have some fun with it as well what would you give this i would give this an eight i mean i i think i'm the giving art an was eight even as well. a step up 
from last issue a little really? bit. And, and the new I, character. I, I really like the way they drew Danny. The, the funny thing is, is go through it again later, even if you do now. Look at certain times Hulk. He looks like a little person. Yeah, he, he does. He ends up being the so small. The the Hulk yeah. Jr. is all over the place. At the one point, he's standing when they have the car. When they go to look at the car, he looks like he is two feet tall yeah. there. He's, he is so small. He's like he me. He's going to hit his growth spurt he's in about 10th, 11th there. grade. Yeah, eh, eh, He's going to do that. It'll be like my son Logan is 14. He still hasn't hit it. He's pissed. He was yeah. yelling at me oh, today. Yeah. He blames me for it. My, my wife's the same size as me. <laughs> but yet I'm the blame, he says. Uh, Again, so I tell mom, you all the my time. My mom's really short. My dad's tall. So I, I, I yeah, was well, waiting. I was waiting. With it me. finally happened. So. Yeah. Yeah, never happened for me. My dad and my brother are both like six two. Yeah. My sons, a couple of my sons, my son Zach's over six foot. Rafe is over. Rafe's like six two and has like size sixteen shoe. He's Jesus. in like tenth grade. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, you, you tall people. Yeah. But yeah, me six and my one. wife and Logan just yell. Six so. one. I'll take it though. Yeah, you're yeah. only a couple inches taller than me. I'll take you. <laughs> I'll take you down. But yeah, so you end up having a pretty cool deal. I do like the art, and I'm looking forward to it. It's one of our fun books, and I'm going to go eight as well. We're going to go to the next book, which is another one of our fun books. Yeah. It is Spider Ham. And this issue just seems to be one of those middle type of issues yeah. that's just going to set up things and not, and, and kind of get everything in order to go forward. Because at this point, it seems Zeb Wells thinks that we kind of have to regroup and then, you know, hit the go highway to, the to get going uh, yeah. some other. And it's weird because the first two issues I, I, loved I actually was surprised at how much I loved this book and i still like this issue it's just it's the worst of them it it really is is, but it is is. it's spider-ham number three written by zeb wells art by will robson colors by eric arcinega and letters by vc's joe caramanga and after an interdimensional rift began to turn spider-ham's technicolor turf into a monochromatic monstrosity he had no choice but to use his dimension hopping watch to go find spider-man for help and i'll tell you right now that whole monochromatic black and white deal it's put aside for this I know. issue. And I think I that did, that's I, one I, of the it, things it that threw really me off as well. It confused me at points in this issue you about end where up we having, were. Yeah, you do end up having everybody in the in Spider-Ham's 8311. They are going after that tower that's creating the problem, but you don't really get very far to that and don't really have a lot going on. And yeah, it, it kind of, like I said, everything screeches to a halt here. For a couple of gags and things. Thanks yeah. to Reed Richards and the Fantastic Four, the Spiders, Ham, and Man learn that the infernal interloper responsible for what's happening in Ham's reality has a dimensional teleporter all their own, though their identity remains a mystery. Remember when I labeled that one episode the Spider Men? And that guy yelled yes. at me for like three days yeah. and I just guy just had PTSD. Tracking the attacker to the past, our heroes seem poised to apprehend him until Spider Ham transformed into a barely recognizable version of himself from yesteryear. And that's where we go. We're in World War II Germany, and we did end up that last issue where they ended up seeing what to me was a pretty cool i mean it's it's weird to say a nazi looked cool but he looked kind of cool with his gas mask type nazi deal but you couldn't tell who it was but when they got character from uh what's a a doom maybe it looked like yeah, that I dude actually, from Doom. I actually thought it looked like a Turtles character, like somebody that would show up in the, you know, the the uh, Ninja Turtles. But when you end up there, Spider-Ham himself turns into the wacky, almost like Steamboat Willie version of himself, uh-huh. where if it was in motion, he'd probably always he's, be he's going back and forth. Rhyming and like, stealing, too. And he's rhyming and stealing the whole time. So it is like <laughs> an old school nuts, type yeah. deal. See why Eric hates like, it so much and complains about it. who how about I do? And he, he's just acting like a crazy old school school cartoon where they're trying to figure out who this villain is and where he went and they go and they're you know they're beating the crap out of nazis to get there and nobody's going to complain about that through this whole time you do have spider-man pretty much you know getting mad like you are he he hates it he he doesn't like it well they end up finding this guy there this you know he's not with the nazis you're trying to figure out what he is what he's doing when spider-ham shows up 
he ends up just making riffs. He's able to hop dimensions himself. So he ends up hopping dimension before he could get hit. He ends up getting hit in the foot with with a hammer. He's like, well, what's going on with that hammer? Where'd that mallet come from? But then he just jumps through the riff. Uh, And that's pretty much what we end up doing with Spider-Man and Spider-Ham is jumping around until they end up in an alternate universe that is the comic page itself and ends up falling through the pages where they can then have your meta hijinks in it. And it's funny. The only thing I did like about that part here. At points. It is. And the funny thing about it was, though, is when they got there, it was old school. You're even the old school art. It's 77013 art. We have some things that we'll talk about before we get to this, but I like the idea that Perry comes out and it's classic Perry's yelling about the menace and things like that. And he gets mad at Spider-Ham because Spider-Ham starts getting meta and Perry's like, old people don't like that meta stuff in their comics <laughs> and starts yelling at him. But before we even get there, we do go to the 8311, which is Spider-Ham's main universe. 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 Yeah. That's the Earth there with all of the anthropomorphic characters, things like that. And they're all fired up and you end up having cat captain america has to get a name for what they're going to call this big battle there and if you remember it is villains and heroes going after because their their world is threatened so they've teamed up and you get your puns you, you get your animal puns that you know they're cute at this point you know i'm not exactly Laughing out loud no, at these things, but yeah, stuff them are like right. let's it call it, you know, too long. deer itself, secret pigvation, house of Pam, world war hog, a porkalypse. I liked absolute uh, barnage. That one was good. Yeah, that's pretty good too. <laughs> Bear ferno. Yeah, well, they're pretty fun. If you you know if you a get the joke and all that, so a most people should. Is what they settle on? Well. That's the thing is, when they say apocalypse, that's when they realize that they miss Spider-Ham. And they're like, oh, man, you know who'd like this? The old Spider-Ham would. And they actually start crying. They actually miss Spider-Ham because they're acting goofy like him. And you end up having Ock even like, you know, I don't want to admit this. And if anybody says it later, I'll kill you. But I, I kind of <laughs> miss the guy. And, and, and I'll obliterate anybody who he mentions it. It's, it's funny enough. Now, this is where you're going to learn what's happening and how this is. And you're saying that it is like a Gwenpool Strikes Back. Yeah. Because you end up having Spider-Ham come through almost like the Porky Pig. You know, that's all, folks. Deal where he comes through the circle, looks at what's going on and says, oh, my gosh, they do care. And I wasn't around to see it. I missed out. The thing is where you ended up having a lot of that in the Gwenpool Strikes Back, but Zeb Wells does a little bit more of a clever thing here at one point where you end up seeing him go through every one of these that he's already done and then even goes forward to the end where if we knew what he was hinting at, we can tell exactly how the story's going to go. And while that's going on, Spider-Man doesn't want to see, but right before that, they do end up at Earth 70237 where Spider-Man becomes my Batman favorite pretty part. much. Yeah. He ends up becoming Batman. He's talking this like Batman. This is good use know. of narration too in that third panel where it goes yeah. back and forth to the different oh, yeah, types yeah. of narration. Yeah, I like it. And I, I'm telling you, when he is, uh, you know, bat hand, I don't know what you'd call him, yeah, but he's like, either. this sky opens up, belching future fire and blue lightning. My hair stands up. Then I do too. And he goes, and you do have this villain jump through, and in the panel that's like even the uh the dark knight returns you know you instead of the lightning you end up having this blue energy field that they're jumping through but he just gets out of there and we're not even uh, gonna stay there that long but you end up having the bee is like his robin you got it boss they go because they gotta <laughs> get out of there they end up then in earth 77013 that is the comic book earth where this bad guy is pretending to be a light post he has a lampshade on, on his, his head, head and he's pretending he's lamp and they see him right away but when they go to attack he falls through and they break through the, the comic book page yeah. they're in the darkness this whole thing that we had in Gwenpool Strikes Back uh, but yeah when when you end up having a hole where Spider-Ham and I don't know you know you don't want to go uh, you know peek through the hole no. there at that point but he goes and peeks through. through yeah and he goes through and looks 
And it's basically all the things that we got before that he's yelling, you know, he's yelling, oh, my God, I I wish I hadn't missed this, which we just saw. And then he says, double, you know, reveal and things. So it's going on. You do get even at one point. He's like, man, look at that cool, you know, spread page. And it is pretty cool. The art in that That is is. awesome. You have this spread page. It's incredible. And you have all the characters going. It's pretty cool to watch where they are fighting. Oh, yeah. All of them are awesome. I like I I even like the the ghost rider looks awesome there. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Uh, But yeah, and you go. So this keeps going, you know, whoa, double reveal. Oh, my God. Well, why are those monkeys there? These are things that we're going to get coming up. And the the big thing, though, is that Spider-Man's like, let's go. What's going on? Why? You know, and Spider-Ham's sad because he says, I don't really, you know, and B even says he doesn't fit in. He never fits in. And that's what's explained. He doesn't feel like a hero. When he ends up in these other worlds, he ends up trying to fit in because he never does fit in. So when he goes to 19, you know, World War II even, he ends up being old-timey guy because he wants to fit in. Yeah. So when he wishes for – because remember, where they go to these hops, you have to wish to be there. And he also wishes that he fits in when he gets there. So when he's there, that's why he turns into these things. Rhyming but Spider-Man Spider-Man. ends up firing him up and saying – you know, you're just as much a hero as me. I hate to admit it, but you're pretty good. And, you know, let's go. Let's, you know, work this out. And that's where you do end up seeing that in the couple dimensions because they end up jumping and they end up in the far future, pretty much the wasteland. And you end up having this bad guy there. And then you get a double through time reveal because in the meantime, you have in his world, this big, you know, this big team up of these animal Avengers and villains, they get into this tower. And when they get to who's in charge, it's revealed in both times where they are, that it is Kang Aru. And it seems to be Kang in the one deal and then the kangaroo the conqueror in the other and that's the big bad and that's where we're going to move forward for and it seems like the kangaroo he's a little sad that guy he he doesn't seem to be (laughs) you know as bad at at the end there he looks a little sad but yeah that's the whole deal the regular kang is definitely much more threatening than yeah and he blames spider ham he's like you know and he says the version of me from spider-man's dimension invade our world and banish me but it's not what i wanted in fact it's all your fault and points to spider ham so it's again it's going to be the idea of who fits and where you belong and stuff like that and it's okay it just ends up you're kind of stuck in that in between deal at one point a little too much and and the overall story really doesn't go forward until the big reveal at the end that it's kang and yeah it's kang you know what i mean so (laughs) we'll see how it goes but what would you give it i would give this a seven i think i enjoyed probably three quarters of the issue some of the like you know talking in the black abyss went on i think a little too long for for the issue and i was losing interest towards the end but it's still a series I enjoy. I'm going to see it through, and I, w- I want to see how it ends. Yeah, I but like it. I'm glad this is out of the way, and we can kind of get back to the fun I'm stuff. I'm telling you, even couple. with this issue, the other issues I even had more fun talking about because you ended up having more things happen wherever you went. And you had, like, this was yeah. just, you know, the regular, the anthropomorphic Avengers and the rest of that way, they're just fighting. They're not really doing yeah, much. The they miss Spider-Ham. Well, you end up with Spider-Man and Spider-Ham just in that in-between panels world, and there not much goes on. Yeah. And I liked it though in the art. That's that spread page is incredible. Yeah. I love I mean, the I'm Dark you, I would love to have that Ham as a poster. It was a great yeah, and that was awesome look. too. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's great art. So I'm gonna go seven five. I'm gonna go a little higher because of the art. Still having fun. I just I the fun kind of ended up, and this is where it's kind of on the teetering deal because is this what we're going to go for? Because I know that having the puns and things, that's what it's all about, and it's fun, but the situations were less fun in this one than they were yeah. in the past I'm two issues, and yeah. that's what kind of gets me. But we're going to go to our last book, and it's an X-Men book. Oh, my. I know. I thought we Look didn't talk people. X-Men. Especially yeah, with it is me X-Men. around. Didn't you cover the yeah, first one X-Men on your Fantastic own, or did we talk Four. Real quick about it? It's X-Men Fantastic Four number two. And uh, I, I do like this this series so far uh, because I'm a, a Val and Franklin fan. I, and I do want to see Franklin get powered up again. I don't think that he's going to join the, uh, the X-Men and that's going to cause some problems. Yeah. And it's going to be one of those where uh, I think 
you know, what happens when somebody doesn't want to join? The the big thing is, oh, everybody, you can join, you can join. But what happens when the, you know, one of the biggest mutants doesn't want to join? I I wonder if that's what um, it's going to end up being. I like this book because it's not so eccentric. Like there's other characters. It's it's more based. I don't want to spoil the surprise already about the, the character who joins later, but um you know the the other side characters in the story besides the x-men have way more of my interest than what the x-men are doing and i think that helps me especially just to the writer as i've been enjoying his books lately so that also helps yeah it's crazy because when we first started all this you were not down with old chip sadarsky you you didn't like him as much yeah and now we love him x-men fantastic board number two is written by chip sadarsky pencils by terry dodson it is with Rachel Dotson with Carl Story and Ransom Getty on inks. I hate the way they do these these credits. They have weird the bars in between. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's even weirder. Laura Martin on colors and VCs Joe Caramanga on letters. And the little bit of a setup. Uh, Franklin's parents grew suspicious when Charles Xavier and Magneto showed up with a crew of mutants to extend a forceful invitation. As they argued over Franklin's fate, Kate Pride snuck Franklin out so he'd have time to consider his options. You like people calling her Kate? Since you're not dealing with the X-Books at all, do you like when that comes no, up? No, I prefer Kitty. It's just yeah, how I know I her. It, it sounds does. like a different character when they say Kate. How about Kate? Apocalypse? You like A? No. I Franklin hate apocalypse anyway. Call him whatever you want. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> Franklin chose to go through a gate to Krakoa and discover his father had altered his genetic signature so the gate wouldn't admit him. Furious at the betrayal and his father's failure to fix his malfunctioning powers, Franklin stowed away on Kate's Krakoa bound ship with his sister Valeria, only to be confronted with a sudden appearance of Dr. Doom. And that's how the last issue ended. Looked like Dr. Doom was attacking the Marauder ship and all. Heck was Heck breaking loose. Us. That's yep. kind of not what happened. It's what I thought was going to happen because Doctor Doom has a past with the with the the Richards kids, but also Kitty. with Kitty oh, Pride. Yeah. So you end up at the beginning though with uh with Cyclops. You end up having Scott talking to the Fantastic Four and saying, "We don't know where your kids are. They're yeah. they're not here. We didn't kidnap them." That's what the Fantastic Four think, and it starts off pretty well because it's Reed and Scott talking. And, you know, hey, you know, we we need to know where our kids are. You better not have taken them, all this. And Scott's like, we're not kidnappers. You know, we'll, we'll figure out what's going on. And the thing is, Sue's not saying anything at this point until Cyclops says, yeah, and you know what, uh, Val, she, her being involved, we're not like, a, you know, a kindergarten here. She's not allowed here. You know, we'll, we'll we'll call you when she comes, but she's not good enough to be here. She's not a mutant. And Sue flips out and flips out saying, you know, how dare you? Where's Greta? How dare you think that my daughter isn't good <laughs> yeah. enough for you, you piece of a crap? Genius. Yeah, yeah. And just flips out and, and says, you know, I am going to come. We're going to be there. You you are done. And then you end up even with Cyclops. Uh, Sue, you don't want to. And she just destroys, you know, the, the calm. And it goes down. And it's funny there because Cyclops is there. It seems as if Magneto doesn't really know you know the scope of what's going on and it does i'm telling you i'll I'll tell you it seems a little off to me only because it is the fantastic four yes you have read right all right you got that but they are really going to attack thousands of mutants so when when you end up having you know scott say it's a big problem and you know i I don't know about that and it ends up when they get there because they do attack they do go to krakoa they get the information they want and then they got to run. I mean, that's their plan then because Sue gets knocked out and they have to run. In the meantime, you do have, you know, all of the, you know, head mutants there on the Quiet Council there are talking about what they have to do. And it's they have to figure out what happened. They have to find out where Kate and, uh, you know, uh, Franklin went. Well, yeah. And they end up tracking their last position. And that's where they're going to send a team. But in the meantime, they're being listened to. And it is pretty kick butt that they end up, you know, having them there. I guess the thing is that you would have to have some sort of I I don't get how they really got on the island, though, and how they got into, you know, the inner workings. Kind of took them in there. 
No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying when they're there with the with the actual X Men oh. on Krakoa. Yeah, I think because it's the suits up, in some way, shape, or form. They're able to it, kind it of do seems, everything. But that's the thing. It's weird because you have pretty much ways to keep people off there that aren't mutants. So I, maybe somebody will know uh, more of that from reading the yeah, regular X books. I think X there's books, a throwaway line kind of early in the issue where uh, Magneto's kind of underestimating everybody. He's like, "Oh, it's only four of them. Who? There, there's a giant island here full." of mutants we're not worried yeah. about them and they basically say to him well mr fantastic can basically do yeah, whatever they say he wants that, but it's it's just odd because it's really set up in my mind you know you've been really big on people not being able to get on there but they're there they end up getting the plan because they yeah, hear that didn't take what's long, going right? on <laughs> yeah they end up hearing where you know the coordinates are of where they were last that, seen Hickman. their kids were and then they just start running off and uh, the the big thing is the psychics. They they can't use their abilities because of these suits they yeah, have. They have these helmets the psychics on. Attacks. The, but Sue has passed out, so she ends up. Uh, you have Reed open up the deal, and I think it might be Psylocke that ends up, you know, kind of waking her Emma. up and, and going. Yeah, Emma, Emma, yeah, there's Emma. Because she gets the yeah, opening, have, she looks all nefarious. Like yeah, she's you have at the one point where they're no. yelling, and I think it is Psylocke, though, that says their helmets are blocking attacks. I, you know, whatever. But they end up, you know, waking up Sue, and then they can get out. Uh, in the meantime, it is Dr. Doom that was being nice to them. He didn't attack them. He took them to Doom Island, which is his version of Krakoa because he doesn't want his mutants to go off to Krakoa and it's off the grid. So if you are a mutant in Krakoa or a mutant in Latveria, you end up getting taken to Doom Island and you're off the grid. It looks like the Bahamas. Sign me up. Yeah, it looks nice. (laughs) And he even says it's where he goes to chill and do some things. And uh, I did like it because you are shown through Cerebro that he can't you know he xavier can't tell that there's this island so they can't tell where or if there's these other mutants that are hiding there from latveria as well and they seem to be there having their good old time i guess um but the big thing is is that uh dr doom tells franklin that he's going to solve his problem he's going to end up solving the problem of his powers he thinks that you know reed didn't want to this is what he ended up having Franklin think all along. It's either he couldn't or he didn't want to. Dr. Doom wants to do all of this. You end up having Franklin say, why are you doing this? And I love it too. I love Val and, and Dr. Doom because Dr. Doom does love Val. Yeah, I know. And, and I just like, Uncle Doomy, you know, can I we li- do I this? I like her little shot she takes once in a while too. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, nobody well, I, else be, in the world no. would be able to get away and with that li- nonsense. And that's the thing is, I believe that what we're going to have, and especially at the end, uh, with the X-Men showing up there, coming that way, and the Fantastic Four there to get their kids, I do think that you're going to have Doom teaming up with the Fantastic Four against the X-Men, especially when it comes to the idea that they don't care at all about anybody but Franklin. And But what's going to happen? Because... The X-Men would be better served to have, you know, Franklin end up with his powers too. And that's what Kate says. Yeah. That Kitty is like, yeah, this is pretty good. You know, we're going to get out of here eventually. The planet's on our team, you know. And their their powers are dampened. You, You end up where Kitty can't use her powers. And it's because Doom said that when he had her there and brought her back to life in the, uh, you know, the X-Men uh, what was that? The X Men versus uh, I forget that a mini series. It, oh. it was Fantastic Four versus the X Men, I believe. Yeah, it and, and been. so when you had that, yep. they ended up. He, yeah, he ended up. Uh, you know, looking into Kitty's powers and what you know makes them and things like that. So he says, "I know more about her powers than her," which may even get her a little better ordeal with the whole deal of her being dead. But you do end up at this and point where not getting through the, that portal, maybe. You yeah, know? yeah, in the portal. So you end up where the X Men are on their way. The Fantastic Four are on their way. The big thing is, is that Doctor Doom's going to cure Franklin of his power craziness. Uh, in the meantime, though, you have the crazy deal where it looks like Doombot Sentinels yep. are being built on this <laughs> island by Doctor Doom in case the X Men come because he knew they were going to come eventually. Yeah. I mean, find he this. has those mutants there from Latveria and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they're so, looking for him anyway, so. Yeah. And in, in the meantime, you have a quick fight. 
uh, while the Fantastic Four are trying to get off the correct call or get off the island where, you know, you end up having Thing being able to fight Wolverine. It's not it's very quick because they get out of there. They end up when Sue wakes up, she blasts them away, ends up making a bubble and they take off with the Fantastic Car. So I thought that was going to lead to more like uh, Emma Frost getting in in Thing's head because Wolverine does look to cut his suit. But then it does. Yeah, know, suit, but his helmet, I guess yeah. his helmet's still closed. That must be sealed off. But yeah, that's that. Uh, what did you think of that? I don't know. I really liked I, I This liked book it. surprises me for actually how much I enjoy it and being so against really what the X-Men are, uh, are doing right now. Uh, although yeah. I, I've liked the Wolverine book and I've liked this one, so man, I don't know. Maybe I'm slowly drifting over. Yeah, there maybe we'll go. Things, I'm gonna so. get. I'm gonna get caught up with all of them. I, I wanted a to of read time a little now. of X Force because that's Ben Percy too, isn't it? And um, yeah, I believe that's it is. Yeah. Mainly the Team Wolverines on, so that one might catch me a little bit. Um, oh my! You know, see, there's we'll see. your deal. My you your gateway drug was Wolverine. <laughs> now this. Now you're going to be in. Maybe we'll start so, talking about yeah. them because yeah, I'm going to catch up on all of them. Uh, I, and not uh, all of them. I'm going to do X Force. I'm going to take baby steps. I'm just so going to read we'll them. All. So, uh, what would you give it? What did you I'm say? I'm going to give it an 8.5. I like the art. I, okay. I mean, I like the interactions and the characters. Uh, the, like, it's I, very quick. I text you earlier in the night. I'm like, I think this is my book yeah. of the week because I didn't want you to be like, oh, we're, we're going to skip one of them and not talk. I, I wanted Man, this one no, to be That would have been so. Avengers. Yeah. yeah Avengers would have been so, skipped. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted to plant that seed, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna enjoying give it an eight. this. I, I am too. I, I like it. I think the art's real good. It's very quick read, but I, I like it. And I again, I'm a fan of Franklin and Val, and I like seeing Franklin possibly get his powers, even though they are so over the top. Yeah. That's why I think that maybe when it's we get them, they're to still going to be – I still think it, there's going to be a weird like side deal like, well, I kind of got him back, but you can't do this. And yeah. You can't really He's got like, a gas tank or something. multiverses yeah. and whatever it that may be. But I actually quicker. like Val a lot too. And I like the idea that Sue freaks out because of what they yeah, say. Her you know, she's was already really mad. Good. She's already pissed off because they don't know where the kids yeah, the are. Kids are missing. And and even then, where you do have the deal, and it's funny because I'm not a you know big fantastic you know for reader or fan from years and years and years, but I love the idea that you see here that reads like, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. We can't cause. And she's like, we're going. I don't care what you yeah. say, Reed. We're going. Yeah. You can decide if Mom you want to come with us. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, she ruled everything there because <laughs> he's like, they're they're a nation now. We can't attack, and she's like, no, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're, we're not causing a war here. We're, yeah. we're gonna go Krakoa get our kids. Law does not supersede mom yeah, law. I liked it. I, I like that part a lot. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I gonna go too. up to an eight three. Maybe I'm not gonna go as as high as you. Yeah. I don't want to be I that. I, I It surprised me. Like I think Chip Zdarsky has nailed the pacing to a good comic book where he gives yeah. you a little bit of everything, but you don't feel like you're reading yeah. pages of dialogue and the no, art that's still the thing. shines. You end up and, having a lot of different things. The Daredevil is the perfect example. Yeah, he has the like same seventeen. Way. He may have as many stories going on as Avengers. you have in Avengers yeah. from Jason but Aaron. The thing well. is, though, Jason Aaron waits six issues between going back to something. Yeah. You almost every issue, you get a progression of all those stories in Daredevil, which is why it's my favorite book in comics now, and yeah. that should sell better. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, we had the whole uh, the just, Libra crime family. We got Daredevil. We got well, you got uh, Kingpin. Cole. You got Elektra. Kingpin. You know, there's like I eight mean, you can go down. Book, you it. have, you know, the guy whose brother was killed who knows that he's dead you have yep. so many things going on and yeah, they he was all the parole fit into the big guy. hole uh, you know and end up getting things each issue yeah that, that's all you need to do i know you could have a lot of threads keep you just keep give us a little keep my brain like remembering barely yeah and, I, and well, i'm that's, interested that's the problem you know just anytime we're gonna have next issue everybody reads avengers you'll see you're gonna have to do some recap yep. because we haven't had the you know red guard for a while or we the, even squadron the what, squadron or Supreme. phil collison and, when was yeah. the last time we saw him that's what I'm saying. We're going to have to end up recapping, and then you waste a quarter of the issue half the time yep. with that stuff. And it's just nonsense. So, yeah, get angry. I'm, I'm not in a good mood anymore. I'm depressed. <laughs> well, I really am. We, I'm we only had one bad book, really. So. Nah, I'm just saying. I, I feel like I was a downer <laughs> yeah. this no, episode. I'm just you're not good. really, you know, up and at them. Yeah, I, I got to get you. my mind set on things. I got to go look for another job, and that stinks. Yeah, it does. I ended that's up seeing fun. a couple already. 
Uh, but I, I want to kind of wait. You yeah. know, oh, I get unemployed. Enjoy, enjoy so. a little time off. Why not? Yeah, it's just the thing. My my family. I I've been you know unemployed now for two days. And they uh, you. you know of work time, and they're already <laughs> yelling and screaming at me. Yeah. Tanya's already yelling that I'm not doing anything, and I'm just like, oh well, I guess yeah. this is over. So I'm gonna tell try her to you're find keeping people good. entertained with the podcast. They want to bring in money in. I know. I now, told you they want to. They want to. as well. That, that'll be that'll be a, a big deal. Then yeah, I'm begging people. Go to the Patreon. <laughs> I can get my wife off my back. Yeah. Uh, but that is Patreon.com. I told slash you, you move here. I'm first folding tables on me. Yeah, really. <laughs> Just go through. But not when, not when uh, you know, Bradley Cooper's in town. Yes. Yeah. You're not we're, allowed we're to do that right here. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like all these old cars. They, they blocked down the, the one circle in the city the other day and I lined it with all these old cars. It must He's be an old movie. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because they got all these classic cars lining the streets and stuff in certain shoots. So, yeah, everybody, if you want to go and find us on Twitter, we're at WS Marvel Comics. If you want to go to our website where we review almost every book each week, and I'm going to get back to doing reviews. I've been lax the last two weeks. So uh, that is WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. And, again, I beg you. Go and check out the Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash weird science. I did have uh, somebody who did quit the Patreon and suggested that there would be a separate tier or Patreon for the Marvel stuff. And I, I kind of responded to him. I sent a note that I, I don't want to double dip. Yeah. There's a lot of people who listen to both. And I don't like the way the Patreon's set up, but I, I try my best to have a equal and you know thing where if there's a dc type podcast for you know the new 52 review there's the marvel event podcast i always try to have it back and forth like that but if you go there and check it out there's a lot of marvel stuff there's a lot of dc stuff and there's a lot of other stuff as well and you can get my wife off my back so that that should be an incentive at least for me i don't know for anybody else but uh eventually you know, I'll have to see what's going on with the job search and things like that. The one job I saw was uh, second shift, and that would kind of put all the podcasting down the tubes. Yeah, that I, would, I that don't would think hurt I things. could do that. Yeah, that would end up having two podcasts down the drain. But we'll see. We'll see how the job search goes. But until then, thanks, everybody. And I'll talk to you later. Later. <laughs>